Welcome to the CineScare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us, as always, is the super fan, Mr. Mark Piscati. Hi, everybody. Welcome. And, of course, with us, as always, is... With us, as always, as well, is film critic from JoeBlow.com, Jimmy O, Mr. James Oster. You know, I, I hear there's a, there's a scary mall situation going on right now for the show. I'm a little scared. Aren't yeah. mall, malls scary situations nowadays? Yeah, they are kind of. Yeah, pretty, yeah that's, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh and of course, that Jimmy is so uh, nicely referring to our theme for this week. But before we get there, Joe, what have you watched recently that did not have to do with this particular theme? I watched a handful of things that had nothing to do with scary malls or their mm. situations. I did find out last night while I was shift uh, just like scrolling around trying to find something to watch like in the background that I could ignore because I was trying to get some work done. I was scrolling through Amazon Prime and I found out that um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is flagged as a horror film. So I watched that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Which is totally idiotic. But anyway, yeah. it just goes to show you can't believe everything you see on TV. There's a little yeah. horror in it. Yeah, I, a little, but I don't know that I would classify the whole film. Yeah. Melting genre. faces. Part I mean, that two. was scary um, when I saw it. Part two definitely had more horror than part one but yeah no part oh, for sure part, and part four was just horrific so yeah, <laughs> that's that was true. bad yeah. that was a different kind of horror Swinging show monkeys yeah. Yeah. so anyway uh i also watched um midsummer which i was watching for the second time which i thoroughly enjoyed uh mm -hmm. paid a little bit more attention this time uh i also watched from dust till dawn which Ooh. i enjoyed you know, as much as somebody can up until I got to see those goofy looking vampires. And then I was like, meh. Um, <laughs> but I also watched uh, a really oddball movie that I would recommend to people I'd never heard of or seen before called Dread from 2009. And mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy seen it. Mark seen it. And because uh, whenever I see something good, I like to elaborate about it. But it's about these uh, kids in college trying to write something for their like senior thesis project. And the topic that they've chosen is they they're interviewing people to find out like what's their deepest, darkest fear. And um, they're, they're really trying to get, you know, down to the bottom, the, the nitty gritty, what really makes somebody um, afraid, you know? And uh, there's this, this is not a film for the lighthearted, um, there is a scene, I will just say that involves a steak, which is kind of grotesque, uh, but it's, it's well worth it. I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, and lastly, I watched a new film that just came, I think, uh, Peacock, uh, it's called sick. It was just released in 2023 mm -hmm. and Jimmy's going nuts about that for some reason. I've been told you, um, I've been telling you guys about that for like, since I saw in like. <laughs> freaking august okay okay it's great isn't it it is so i really liked it and it, yes. it's, written, it's written by the guy that wrote scream and so it's very scream like oh um but yeah it's you know these uh it takes place during covid these two girls are gonna like um quarantine uh together off you know off the grid and um they go to this cabin in the woods to go quarantine and then 
because it was written by the guy that wrote Scream, you can kind of put together what's going to happen next. Uh, but it was it was fun. It was very enjoyable. Great kills. Nice suspense. I really uh, there's a nice little tie in twist with the motive of the killer. Um, you guys should watch this. This was this was decent. It's it's my yes. You should. It is my. Um, Jimmy Jimmy acts one. like when he sees a movie months ahead of yeah. anyone else because he gets to and we don't. I told he you actually, two weeks ago, guys. I, I said he, you gotta see Sick. I said that in the text. I said watch Sick. Two like five days ago, I told you guys this. I know, and, and Joe did, and I did. Like the it was like two days later, but, I finally but, got around to it. When you see a movie like months ahead, you act like I we're know. just not listening to you when we don't watch it because we can't watch it yet. I yeah, Jimmy's good. already right. seen the the fifth Indiana Jones film. He's seen I'm the sure. fifth uh, yeah. Avatar film. Yeah, yeah, um, I've seen them all. But anyway, I I can honestly say this is my number one horror film of 2023. Wow, which so basically means I liked it better than <laughs> Megan. It's not hard to do. No, so. <laughs> So that was it. I can't uh, recommend that one enough, just like Jimmy did. Uh, Sick was fantastic. And if you're looking for something to gross you out on a, on a weekend night, go go find Dread. Uh, I think it was on Shudder. Okay. Sounds, sounds right. It's we'll on Shudder or Peacock? No, uh, Sick was on Peacock. Um, I believe Dread was on Shudder. It's on. I, I watched it on Tubi. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's on Tubi. Um, yeah. Oh, and just so Jimmy knows, uh, I bought and watched Violent Night and loved <gasps> it. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. you guys are gonna love something that's that's coming out. By the way, I'll tell you. Violent Night Two. <laughs> no, it's something I did. It's pretty. It was pretty. Okay. Fun. I'll tell you because I saw later. that already got greenlit. But yeah. Yeah, okay. I can't no. wait. I can't wait. So anyway, that's uh, that's it for me. What did you guys watch? Yeah, Mark, what did you watch? Um, I, I followed uh, Joe's recommendation, not Jimmy's. I didn't watch Sick. Um, he doesn't I watch watched, anything I watch. <laughs> I watched uh, Dread. <laughs> Get used to it, Jimmy. Yeah. I, I watched Dread. I, I watched it, and um, I really unless liked Joe it. Says, unless Sh- Joe says to watch it, then he'll go, then he'll watch it. He'll like it. I kind of do. I yeah. kind of yeah. do. When Joe says, hey. I'm very persuasive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it yeah. was just like uh, Matt, Mark. I'm talking to you, talking about Dread. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to watch it. So I watched it right away. Yeah. Um, next time I like a movie, I'm just gonna tell Joe. Joe, can you recommend this movie? And then Mark will be like, I watched it two seconds after you said that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Um. I. I really. Matt, did you watch Dread? No. Oh. Because um, I don't watch anything, Mark. That Joe. Because I recommended <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's 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 a great it's a great film. Um, I love the lead actor uh, in it, uh, the blonde Jackson Rathbone. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah, Jackson. The blonde, right? The no, kinda, was he blonde? In the that? psychotic. Well, no, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, Jackson. He's more blonde than the other guy. Yeah, and this I'll, is this um, is the one from two thousand nine because there's also there's also Judge a dread. Judd. There's a dread that came out in 2019. There's also a 2022. Uh, yeah, and it there's is a not lot of Judge Dread, right? And not <laughs> Judge Dread. Yeah, the Carl Urban one. Um, no, no, I, I I really enjoyed it. I love the whole premise of it. Um, great ending. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it it was a really good film, Joe. Um, 
I watched, um, I, I know this is kind of like weird and uh, sporadic, but on uh, YouTube, I if maybe if you guys know, the listeners know, uh, there's a YouTube, a horror channel called Dead Meat, and it's hosted by uh, James H. Janice. And uh, a couple, like maybe five days ago, he came out with a Dead Meat's 30 character horror, uh, horror characters. And it's a Royal Rumble, Rumble, and it's like the video game, the WWF uh, Royal Rumble video game. And he had his wife create all these different characters um, from the horror genre, just not like the the special, you know, just like the main, like Michael Myers and Jason and Freddy. But she picked just characters from each like film, like that was killed like demon from uh Friday 13th part five, the guy who loves chimichangas, you know, Reggie's older brother and um, uh, Samara was in it from uh, the ring. And it was, it was just a lot of, it was really funny. It was a lot of fun to watch. I highly recommend it. Um, there are some characters that just come out that you just pearls in it. She's one of the characters yeah. and um, it's just a lot of fun. The commentary's fun. And just watching it, it's all computer uh, generated. So it's like the AI is choosing who's going to get kicked out. Um, and it, it's a lot of fun. It's like 54 minutes. It seems like a lot to watch. But if you're a horror fan, and obviously you are if you're listening to the podcast, um, go check it out. Um, it's on Dead Meat. Um, and yeah, it's uh, Royal Rumble. I, I did watch some of it, Mark. <laughs> but I just I haven't finished it. But it's kind of like on... Uh, when the Super Bowl is about ready to happen, they usually load the two Super Bowl teams into Madden football, the video game. Yeah. And they just have it play against each other. It's like that, but 30 horror characters in a battle royale. And, mm. you know, only one man will will leave. Right. And uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I watched Piggy, uh, Matt, and oh. uh, that was that was interesting. I did enjoy it. Um Unfortunately, I did watch it with the um, without the subtitles. I watched it dubbed over the oh, voiceovers, no. and it wasn't that good. Why but, did you do that? Well, I mean, I stopped after like twenty minutes. I, I went to subtitles, um, but and it, it changed it a lot. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought that actress was really great and talk about like what a brave role she did just bearing herself, you know, in a bikini and, mm -hmm. and just being mocked by these girls when she's in the pool. And, but it, it, there's a lot of twists in it. Um, I, great ending. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Highly recommend it. That's a 2022 film, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was, I, I, that, could easily have been in my top 10. In fact, if I had, I kind of thought that Joe was going to have it in his top 10. So that's why I didn't put it in mine. And uh, if I, if I'd known that he didn't, I probably would have put it at 10 instead of dead stream, but it was close on mine. Yeah. I think we both had it at 11. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I would have had it around 14 or 15. It, it was good, but it, it, I don't think it would have cracked my uh, top 10, but it was fun to watch. But and that mom was oh she's the worst mom in the world. <laughs> Hated her so much. Um, and um, yeah, and I also watched uh, episode you know uh, The Last of Us two and three. Um, did everybody watch uh, episode three? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What would you, you guys think? Fantastic. Tremendous. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. Freaking A, man. I, I don't know how that show can get much better. Yeah. No. Yeah. They kind of peaked episode. there. Oh, yeah. man. What? Oh. What, yeah. what's, what, what, what's that one actor's name? Um, he's from Parks and Recreation, uh, Oberman. Nick Offerman. Offerman. OFF, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great in it. He's mm-hmm. great. And uh, his partner in that, um, he's from, uh, I noticed him, he's from uh, White Lotus um, yep. in the yep. first season. First season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those two were phenomenal. And yeah, I, I just know that, like, if any if any of that ever happened, I wanted to be with him. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, he had it. He had it going on. So yeah, yeah. Last of Us is just absolutely killing it. They really are. And that's about it. All right, uh, Jimmy. Anything else you watched? Yeah, um, I, I well, I saw uh, Infinity Pool. Uh, the new Brandon Cronenberg oh, movie nice. is outstanding. One of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. Actually, to be honest, I saw it a while ago, but I I had to keep you know I quit quiet about it. But I, I Mia Goth, holy shit, man! That that girl is just amazing. She keeps yeah. just. I interviewed her and the, uh, Alexander Skarsgård for it. I'm just like I I just don't know how she does it. I don't. She's she's. I think she's currently my favorite actress working right now. She's really fantastic. Yeah, um, so I, I saw agree. that. And I saw a little movie. If you notice my name, I did see Knock at the Cabin. Oh, how was that? Oh. Um, as a mix on his movies, I I wasn't loving it when I was watching it because there mm. was just I wasn't in the right frame of mind. But it stuck with me. It stuck with me. the The performances are really good really mm-hmm. good like uh, uh jonathan groff is fantastic ben aldridge is fantastic dave batista is by far the best of the actors in that kind of the that world he's really wonderful it's a really interesting film um i think it's a pretty potent one and the little girl oh wow just just it's a really really interesting film and i think it's definitely a, one of his better works and i'm oh, curious i think it's gonna do well for him i hope so i think it's an interesting film i'm glad it, i'm glad it was made i liked it quite a bit. better I, than old better works than maybe what other films that he has done I'm trying to i I'm don't generally to like most of his movies your, so i like, i'm not okay. a sixth sense fan not okay, really. never mind that. I, I, I get it. I no. Let me let me put this. I I'm a, I, I respect Sixth Sense. I get it. Well made movie. When I saw it, I knew the ending within five minutes. I could figure it. I figured it out. It just didn't really. I like certain elements of it. Tony Collette is amazing. I mean, it's a well made movie. I, he's got a few like Unbreakable. There, there, but generally, I'm not a fan. Like you know the other films, but I like The Visit. I like Split. Did not like glass. Um, I'm not going to mention old, uh, but I, I really this one is is interesting. I think it's a it's also based on a, a different source material, so there's a lot of meat there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so book I, I read the book and uh, oh. the book's pretty good. I I like the the author Paul Tremblay. Uh, he his first book was 
oh god now i can't remember what his first book was but it, that's it, a long I really, title oh god i can't remember yeah. what it is. yeah it's a long I, title I've never heard that but i can't very remember catchy but yeah, yeah. doesn't ring I off can't, the tongue. i can't remember it now but anyway he it was a really good book i loved the first one night and i was hoping they were going to make that into a movie i it would be kind of hard to make into a movie they'd have to make some changes i think but it, it's pretty good uh well, they make a lot of changes here with the yeah. Book. Oh, I'm sure. It, I'm it sure. Deviates quite quite a bit. So yeah, I think they would have to because I I didn't <laughs> love the I didn't love the the book. Uh, yeah, but especially I didn't care for the ending of the book, so I hope they did change the ending. But I'm sure I he say, did. But I'll let I'll let you I'll let you see it. I think you guys okay. will you'll you'll enjoy it. It's a good film. All right, uh, but I uh, but I do like that author. I think he's you know, and he he was one that when the first book came out, Stephen King read it and then tweeted about it and it just went through the roof then. Yeah. So he, and he was, he's, I've heard interviews with him and he said his entire life changed immediately. He started, he got his texts and his tweets started blowing up and, and he was like, what's going on? And he looked and saw that, that Stephen King had commented on it about his book saying it was one of the scariest books he's read and ever or whatever. And it was, oh, wow. uh, but I love the first, and that first book is fantastic. So, uh, what'd you see, Matt? Uh, I watched, well, I had, I didn't watch any movies that were non theme related actually this time, but I have watched, uh, uh, it's slacker. I know it's Jeez, been a very man. busy couple of weeks, but, uh, I have been keeping up on the new, and this is the final season of Servant. Speaking of M Night Shyamalan, and if you and I'm, I I agree with Jimmy. I'm not a huge M Night Shyamalan fan. I think you're insane for your opinion of The Sixth Sense, but uh, I like The Sixth Sense, and I thought Unbreakable was fine. I liked it, and oh, I didn't say I didn't like Sixth Sense. It just didn't work for me. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. It's a well-made movie, just not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and But I, I think, um, uh, you know, a lot of his others I haven't cared for. I, I never liked Signs all that much. And and some, sometimes his writing just gets a little too cutesy for me. And it's it, you can, like, just hear him. Um, but, yeah. uh, but I actually did kind of like old. So maybe I will like this this new one. Um, I just finally figured out the ending of the sixth sense. Those are the people. <laughs> those are the people that made the movie. <laughs> oh, god damn it! I'm not sure whether that deserves <laughs> the draw. I don't know if that deserves that one or not, but it might be a. That... Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. But servant is on Apple TV Plus, and it's his show that he is one of the producers of. He directs some of the episodes, writes some, a lot of them and some of them. And, and I don't know if he's the show runner or not, but he's pretty much in charge of it. And it's really an interesting show. I've mentioned it many times over the last couple of years doing the podcast. And this is their final season and it just keeps going. It, you know, it's just one crazy thing after the next. And I'm not exactly sure what the whole thing is about or what's going to happen. I have no idea where it's going, if it's going to end in a satisfying way or not. Uh, I don't know if they're just making it up as they go along. It, I wouldn't be surprised if they were, but I've been enjoying it the whole way. So it, I do recommend Servant. Uh, and of course, The Last of Us, uh, I think you guys talked about it. It's just, it's it's so far just a great show. And I hope they I hope it continues in this quality, which I hear that it does. And And then another show that I've been watching, it's not really horror, 
but it's a mystery. Uh, so, you know, it's adjacent, I guess. Uh, Poker Face mm-hmm. with, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name now. Natasha Leone. Yeah, Natasha, Natasha Leone. And it's a pretty good mystery. It's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. The first episode starts out with her situation that gets her out onto the road. And then the rest of it is sort of one of those. In fact, there's a quote. They, they, they show a clip of Pulp Fiction in the first episode saying, I want to travel the earth like Kane. You know, that episode, that, that scene where like Sam, Kung Fu. Yeah, like Kane and Kung Fu. And I thought to myself, I wonder if this show is going to become like that, a travel thing where she gets herself into these mysteries. And that's exactly what it is. And mm. each episode, she winds up getting involved in a new murder mystery. And it's, but, there is an overarching story as well, having to do with why she's on the run. And that's what the whole first episode is. But she basically, she's sort of a pseudo de- detective. Uh, and her gift is that she can, she has an in- uncanny ability to tell when people are lying. And uh, that earlier in her life had gotten her in trouble because she used it to, to win at poker. And she, was winning and winning and never losing. And, and they studied what she was doing, tried to figure it out. People, you know, the, the people who ran casinos. And then one guy finally realized she's just able to tell when somebody's bluffing. That's all it is. And she has a skill at it. So she got blackballed from being able to, to, to play poker, but she uses it to solve these mysteries. And it's, it's pretty good. There's, it's Hmm. not certainly, like I said, it's not horror, but it's a, it's a really good show. Huh? Supernatural, yeah. Yeah, there's a little super. I guess you know it's sort of like a power, I guess, but they don't really discuss it that way. It's just more her kind of uncanny knack to be able to tell when somebody's lying. But it is almost like a superpower, almost, I guess. But it's interesting. I I, I definitely recommend it. And uh, like I said, Servant is one that if you, I think you should start it. And it, the quality of it just keeps. I think gets better now. You may not agree, but I, I really enjoy it. And I love the cast. The cast is, is just fantastic. So heard good things. I actually taught one of the interviews I did for, um, knock at the, uh, the cabin was Rupert Grant. We talked a little bit about that show. So oh, it's like, it's is a, he in that movie show. too? Yeah. He, oh yeah, that's right. He is in the movie. Yeah. 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 yeah that's oh, right. He is. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's really good in this. He's fantastic. The, the, the sister from six feet under is in, servant as well uh one of the character this the one of the characters was in uh game of thrones and uh so it's it's a terrific cast so cool what what are you puzzled about mark no i'm, I'm just trying to think of the sister from uh, six feet down which one is it uh, six uh, feet uh, under Claire? oh I was yeah. thinking of, uh, okay i was thinking of the other one yeah Got what, it. what's her name amber what's her first name lauren Lauren yeah, Lauren Ambrose. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's really good in it. She, I, uh, when I, she was a little off-putting when you first see it, but that's just you. You understand why as you find out her backstory. So, mm. uh, so I guess that is that brings us to our theme for the week, which is the theme of our beloved super fan. Mr. Mark Biscati. So, uh, Mark, why don't you tell us what your theme was and and start us off? And why in God's name did you pick it? 
Yeah. <laughs> We're so used to giving him hell let's, about these picks. Let's set the tone I, early. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I got really nervous, and I don't know if you guys noticed that I had I wasn't really texting this past week because I was getting nervous because nobody. We had no was idea. Talking. We didn't. Rec- we didn't notice that at all. Really? I didn't text for like three days. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Mac and I, Matt and I were actually talking about that before you came on. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened went, to Mark? Yeah. yeah. You either get way too much Mark or you don't get enough Mark. Yeah. <laughs> now well, I want no. you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We've lost Mark. Now you've just, you've, he's off the rails. Uh, he's yeah. off the there's oh, no Mark. going back now, Matt. Thanks a lot. Yeah. The fucking text. Welcome, Gigglepuss. Yeah. Oh, good uh, God. This is going to be a long show. I'd like you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> is that all you I got? I really do need... I need to watch that movie. Is that all you got? Yeah, I do too. You know, I, I, I looked it up because it is uh, Food of the Gods Food 2. Food of the Gods 2. But yeah. it's not available anywhere. I can't find anywhere to watch it. I figured it would be oh, a God. perfect... To be movie, but it's it's not yeah. available. Fucking a! Oh man, when I saw that, I I think my brother and I watched that, and we rewinded it like uh maybe uh twenty times because we just went in a laughing giggle, and I haven't thought of it since until Matt put it on our uh, Sinister uh, uh text chat thing, and I went ballistic when I saw it, and I kept rewatching it. I still rewatch it; it's great. I think Matt turned it into a TikTok on a Cinescare. So if you if you haven't seen or if you don't know what we're talking about, and if you have TikTok, please check it out because it's hysterical. Yeah. Where where were we? What? what oh was yeah, starting the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, man, that threw me for a loop. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, no, no, I didn't text because nobody was talking about the films that was you know that we were talking about and i'm just like <laughs> oh god i'm like oh god it's gonna be another i was texting about one of the movies i was watching the other night yeah yeah i texted about them like the day after we recorded last week because i watched all of our movies like within two or three yeah days. he did yeah yeah, yeah. Dear Lord. I, remember that. I can't do i don't know how you can do that joe because i if i watch the movies right after the next episode, like I, then I can't remember them. what I want. I can't remember anything about them. Oh yeah. I'm the same way. I don't remember what I watched, but yeah, I don't, I'll just wing it. <laughs> <laughs> I took really good notes. So. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I picked Mahor, uh, back in the eighties. If you were old enough, this was the place to hang out. It, it's got everything you ever needed. You know, you, you got food courts, clothes, appliances, movie theaters. So, of course, the horror genre um, used them all setting for some wonderful films and not so wonderful films for its backdrop. And I know most of us were, you know, looking forward to reviewing Chopping Mall. We kept on bringing up Chop- Chopping Mall for a while. I know Joe was. And um, I've been dying to dive into the two Dawn of the Dead. So I decided to do a Mall Horror episode. And that's why I picked it. Yeah. So, or, awesome. Or yeah. We, so, what are you ready? Uh, <laughs> whatever order you have. Uh, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Let's 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 dive in the chopping mall. Let's let let's go into a, a a nice little goodie here. Chopping mall, nineteen eighty six. A group of young shopping mall employees stay behind 
for a late night party in one of the stores, one of the when the mall goes on lockdown before they can get out, uh, three robot security uh, droids uh, malfunctions and goes on a killing spree. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, 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 I never saw a chopping mall uh, before, so it was my first time. And um, I, I thought it was a blast. Um, there was a lot of fun uh, jokes. Uh, I mean, talk about 80s hair mall. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, just... Uh, Barbara Crampton, I mean, boy, yep. she does not disappoint. She really doesn't. You got to love her in every uh, shape and form and acting-wise. She's great. She's fun yeah. to look at. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to go to Joe. Joe, what did you think of Chopping Mall? Uh, I This movie was kind of like a precursor to the Ed 209 from RoboCop. <laughs> you know just going completely rogue my big question for this movie is i did i miss something but i don't I, did we ever get a reason why the robots went rogue uh yeah why were just malfunction. yeah just a malfunction i guess just but, evil for no reason yeah yeah out of nowhere because they were born that way no okay. no it was it was uh lightning it was lightning it was? hitting yeah, it was lightning hitting oh, yeah, the yeah. tower. Oh, see, oh, I thought that. See, I thought that was just like an ambiance thing. Like it's just spooky outside. No, no, it was lightning hitting the antenna, and it was like short circuiting. This is why you need to calm down when you. <laughs> when... Oh, I was calm. I well, actually, I was out of it because I saw that this was a Julian Roger Corman film, and yes. I sort of checked out. Oh no. Um, by the way, you see your first boob sighting at nine minutes, and then your second boob sighting is 23 minutes in. Um, I'm making notes of these now whenever I see a Roger Corman film. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I love how like halfway through the film, now we have robots with freaking laser beams on their heads. Yes. So, uh, that, that was that can, fun. They can blow up uh, or they can go through uh, glass. They can shatter glass. But they don't have a whole lot of effect on a wooden door, right? The lasers. <laughs> right. It was just a little consistency thing there. I thought it was odd. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I guess my big hangup on this film. I mean, it was it's fun for a Roger Corman film. It's campy as all get out. Um, it's just so such an unbelievably dumb premise that. Oh, I, this is this yeah. is one of the uh, Roger Corman films that I will agree. I I. I'll bend a knee. That one's good. That mm-hmm. one's funny. I can get behind this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just campy, campy, campy. Yeah. Matt, so. Matt, what'd you think? Yeah. Same. It's fun. I like Kelly Maroney in it. She plays this dorky girl. And, uh, uh, and, and then of course she's in another movie that we watched in this mm-hmm. too. And Which I had no idea about that the movie or that she was in it. No, no, that she was in the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I hadn't seen either of these movies actually. So yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd never seen chopping mall before. So it was, uh, uh, you know, but yeah, it's just a dumb, I mean, these, these robots are ridiculous. <laughs> like they seem <laughs> to be able to run forever. You know, when I was just thinking about it, like, you know, 
the batteries on these things, you know, for all of the things that they can do, the battery power that they have must be through the roof at a time when there was no such a thing. You know, they don't, they're not connected to any kind of power at all. Um, they were but, juiced up from electricity, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's lightning. Yeah. Three, you know, three strikes yeah. of lightning, man. They yeah. Can go it was the better first than Duracell. Put your yeah. phone out in the rainstorm, Joe, on your roof, and uh, you'll get you'll unlimited power. You'll never have to power. charge it again. You'll yeah. never have to charge it again. Yeah. Now you're playing with power. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a, I had a problem with um, um, the first couple of kills because the first kills were the security guards at the right. computer desk, and it just came in and just like slowly like stabbed them, and then came yeah. out, and I'm just like, all why? right, yeah, why? Yeah, what's yeah. the motivation behind that? Well, Whether, and then I kind of evil. I lost track of how many how many there were, and I thought they one kept got, coming in after it's like a one got, revolving door of security guards. <laughs> I felt like one uh, Barbara Crampton destroyed one, didn't she? Or somebody destroyed one and it exploded. I thought. But then in a later chase scene, it seemed like all three were back in operation, I, and I couldn't tell. I don't know. Maybe I was just having trouble keeping track of how many robots there were, but it seemed like there were three. Cause I, he said there were uh, three. Yeah. Uh, unit one on floor one or something like that. And then unit two, and then it said unit three. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought one of those got ex- was exploded, but I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I misunderstood. Exactly. Yeah, but it, backup one. Uh, it was a backup yeah. robot. Could well, be. that, that was, that was one issue I had with uh, the robots is I wish each robot had a different like distinction where you could tell them apart besides like a little right. number on their, yeah. you know, on the side of their head or something. Cause they all look the same. And if yeah. they had different, you know, distinctions and like maybe different weapons or whatnot, it would have been a little bit more fun. They would have yeah, more like of a personality. One should, have been, one should have been like sassy and the other yeah. one should have been like into sports. <laughs> Can you imagine? Really they should have done like spice girls exactly. with the robot. That's what it, I, yeah. Yes. 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 A sporty, a spicy, and a posh. <laughs> no, no, I, it, yeah, but I, I, I think what it would have been a little spice? bit more fun, you know, like if they had different baby weapons. Baby robot. Baby spice. <laughs> Mark's mean. J- he doesn't like baby spice. Eh, no, no, baby spice was not my deal. Um, no, it was, it was always posh. It was always posh for me, Victoria. She, yeah, and then David Beckham, damn him. Um, James, what do you think? That's one of my favorites. I, I, this is one I saw when I was a kid. I've seen it many, 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 many times. I love the cast. I, uh, Russell Todd's great. I, I, uh, Tony O'Dell was fun to watch. Uh, Ke- Kelly, she's always amazing. Um, uh, I, and uh, Barbara's... Uh, look, Barbara's one of the... Not only is she amazingly talented, she has an incredible career, one of the sweetest ladies you'll ever meet. If you ever get to meet her at a convention or anything, she's just... Hello, Barbara. If you're listening out there, I'll, I'll shout you out. She's amazing, and she's always good. She's always on on it, and uh, I, I just I liked it. It was fun. It was goofy. It's cheesy, but it it worked. It worked a lot, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a still. You know, I watched it again. And I was like, ah, I still love this movie. It just it gets my gets me here. Oh By yeah! Way, I found out they built five robots for the film, but they only, <gasps> it was there's only three on screen at a time. What a waste! The other two were damaged. Ah. <gasps> oh yeah! Uh, shout out Tony O'Dell. Um, yeah. And Tony mm-hmm. O'Dell is from I don't know if you guys remember that '80s sitcom Head of the Head Class. Of the class. 
Yep. He was in head of the class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, cause it was driving me crazy. I was like, I, he looks so familiar. You know, I was like, I don't know who it is. Yep. Head of the class. Dr. Johnny fever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Hmm. Oh, rest in peace. Uh, um, uh, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, Cindy Williams. Um, oh, yeah. Cindy Williams. Cindy yeah. Williams. Bumming me oh. out, man. Yeah. Everyone's dying. Okay, so the next one is going to be the 1984 Night of the Comet. Um, this is a cult classic. First time, again, watching this. I, I never watched it before. Same. Um, I, I always heard great things on this film. Um, I'll go in on this one. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of this. Um, I get why people like it as a cult classic. This film bore the shit out of me. Um, The zombies were hardly in the film. Um, The mall scene was kind of ridiculous. You know, the 20 minutes in the mall. Um, I love the the actors and the actresses in this uh in it you know the three leads they were great but yeah this this one didn't hit with me at all um i don't know i'm, I'm gonna go with james this time james uh shoot me down uh, no it's okay i mean i get it, it i uh, that's a movie i grew up on so it's a movie i really love i i have i have great memories you know as aaron brought up we did a flicks for fans where we had them and we got to i got to dance on stage with both Catherine mary stewart and, and kelly and uh it it's um i love this movie and i get but i get it it's not it's really a horror film in the traditional sense it's more of a comedy with kind of a a satirical comedy i see it as and just kind of making sure. fun of the zombie culture the zombie movies and making fun of these sci-fi movies but i just i loved it for them those two just even and, and like you said the other the other guy I think is Beltram let me see what his name is Robert uh, Robert Robert Beltran yeah I I liked them and so it was like it's still really again those two movies I'm a huge Kelly Maroney fan she's a lovely lady and I, I just really enjoy both of these movies this movie holds up I don't think I could not like it I don't think it just doesn't grow old for me it's just a sweet fun cool flick yeah just a just a short premise uh Night of the Comet it's about a comet that wipes out most of uh of life on earth leaving two valley girls fighting out uh sisters fighting out against cannibal zombies and a sinister group of uh scientists um Robert uh, Beltran was hard to get over because um, I watched Star Trek and he just, I kept on going, oh God, it's Dakota from uh, uh, Star Trek Voyager. Kept on, <laughs> it just kept on like running through my brain. It's like, oh, that's that's where he's from. Um, but yeah, uh, Kelly uh, Maroney's uh, in it and uh, she, she looks gorgeous in this film. Absolutely Girl. gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Um, and she's great in it. She's great. Um but yeah, it's yeah, it, it didn't hit with me. Did it hit with you, Matt? Yeah, I really liked this one. Oh damn, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I knew you would, Matt. I knew you would. Yeah, yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I liked it. I love the the whole. I mean, I don't know how they did all the Los Angeles shots because there were they had it was empty. <laughs> like I don't know how yeah. you get. It didn't seem like a big budget movie, so I don't know how you get downtown. Los Angeles all to yourself for that long a period of time. Now, granted they were, you know, 
they were shooting in certain streets, I guess. I don't know, but there were like some shots. Yeah. To answer your question, the scenes of an empty Los Angeles were filmed in the morning on normal business days. Mm. The shots of the barren city were done quickly while traffic was held up at stoplights. Wow. 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 That's Pretty impressive. Cool. That's got to be impressive. hard to do. That would still be hard to do because, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's nuts. That's nuts. But uh, I liked the, you know, kind of the reddish hue of the of the sky and everything. I love Kelly Maroney in this. And yeah, she did look pretty, which she didn't look pretty in the other movie at all. Exactly. Like she, yeah. They, they made her look very homely. And in this one, you know, she she looked, you know, real cute. And she had a good like she had more of a personality in this in this movie. Yeah. The kind of bubbly. I thought she was funny. Uh I thought the other girl, um Catherine Mary Stewart. Catherine Mary Stewart was was good. Okay. You know, she was fine too. And very like the prototypical eighties girl. I thought that she was, you know, um, I would have and, loved to found uh, a chick that played a video game like her I back know, in right? the eighties. <laughs> Just <laughs> so passionate. I mean, she was in it. Well, yeah. what was the movie? It was Tempest, right? Tempest. Yeah. Temp- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, I like this. I thought this was entertaining and, uh, I, it's about one that ever since Jimmy and Aaron talked about it, last fall when they were on the show, when Aaron was on the show, I, I was looking for a reason. Now this almost became a part. I didn't realize that this is actually set at Christmas and it could have been mm-hmm. a, a Christmas. It could have been a Christmas pick. I just didn't realize it. And so it would have actually been in my Christmas picks if I'd known, or if I'd realized if that it was a Christmas themed or set during Christmas. So, but I liked so it. Is this a Christmas Epic movie? fail, man. Yeah, it's a, a Christmas movie. Horror movie set at Christmas, kind of like, uh, 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 kind of like Die Hard is a man? action movie set at Christmas. No man, no. 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 Now, <laughs> Violent Night is a Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> is it a horror movie though? It's, it's no, the same it's not. Thing as Die Hard. Damn it! I don't think yeah. it's it's not a horror movie. Yeah, it's not like Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what do you think? I, I'm on your camp, Mark. I didn't like it. Yeah, a boy. Um, although I really loved one line. Uh, you were born with an asshole, Doris. You don't need Chuck. <laughs> yeah. That was like, I rewound that like three times. Like that was just delivered so well. I really yeah. like that. Um, and my other big thumbs up was, of course, like you had already pointed out, the cameo by the video game Tempest, which I loved when mm. I was, you know, That's young. a fun game. But, um, you know, it's it's all the tropes. We had the shopping montage, and I and I think it's funny that Matt really liked how the sky's all red. And that's my note: is like the sky looks terrible. It's so red in here. It's like a hot pink leopard print bikini up in the sky. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't see the appeal of this movie. It's just a poor adventure film. I don't see any horror in it. There's only like four zombies, and that's it. Um, yeah, but thank God we got to find out who DMK was at the end. Because uh, that was going to drive me nuts. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the scientist uh, uh, bit at the end, I, I was just, I kept shaking my head. It's like, what is what is happening here? And it, I think it kind of turned differently at the end where I'm, I just thought it completely lost me. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it. I, I didn't hate the film. I just think that um, I, I understand the cult following. 
I just, it, yeah, it just didn't hit with me. Just didn't hit with me. Yeah, this is this is probably my favorite of the bunch. Wow. Yeah. Of the bunch. Yeah. Oh well, no. Uh, okay. Of the ones I hadn't seen, I guess I should say. Oh, yeah. gotcha. The original Dawn of the Den, though. But yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Matt, do it. Meow. Do it, Matt. Matt. Matt does the. Are we, are we going to end every episode with that soundbite now? We might have to. Come on, get out of here, it's bitch. Our new bumper. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. Okay. Oh god, it gets me. Expose <laughs> yourself, Mark. What's next? <laughs> next was Phantom of the Mall. <laughs> Woo! Nice. Right? Yeah, Finally, Phantom of the Mall. Morgan Fairchild and Polly Shore in the same movie. Yeah. Right. Finally. I mean, yeah, it was kind of close with Pee uh, Wee Herman's uh, Big Adventure, you know, with yeah. Pee Wee, and that's about as close as you're going to get. But yeah, mm-hmm. Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, 1989, directed by Richard uh, uh, Friedman, who directed classics as such, like episodes of Baywatch and Lois of Clark. Um, yeah, this film, uh, the plot, the mall opens, and a series of murders begins. We could go into into it a little bit more. Um, I'm sorry. I I loved this film. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, is it Hack Lantern? No, no, it's not. But I it's I I thought it was a lot of fun. There's just so many holy shit moments. Like, what the fuck am I watching? And um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, Polly Shore's in it, and he's not he's not the Polly Shore that that we usually get in his later films. This is like an early film with Polly Shore. Um, he kind of Polly Shore's out with the weasel kind of character um, when he's like moons the, the character, uh, the security guard, and he's just doing his wavy things. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. All right. That was maybe a little bit too much. I had no idea why, why it was in it, but it was still funny to me. Um, the acting is absolutely horrendous um they got rob uh, estes i believe uh, estes who's um i remember him from 90210 uh his bulging eyes the he's he's the photographer if 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 uh if that doesn't ring a bell he's the photographer who does the chase scene uh with the supposed shoplifting and then the security guy uh guard runs after him um, I don't know. I love the film. I, I was hoping you guys would love the film. I'm not quite sure Matt and Joe did. Um, maybe James? I don't know. So I'm going to go slowly over to James <laughs> before we dive into Again? the Matt and Joe show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm diving in with you. Good God. Um, oh, you hated it. No, oh, no, fuck. I don't hate it. It's it's one of those movies that when I saw it, I, I was the later eight... Yeah, I'm a sucker for the early '80s slashers. When it got to the lady, late late '80s slashers, a lot of some of them worked, like Chopping Mall worked for me. This one was kind of when I saw it when I was younger as a kid. Watching it again, um, yeah, it's okay. It, I have a little more of a appreciation for it now. I, I enjoyed it. It was it was fun seeing Polly Shore. It was fun. I, I, I love Morgan Fairchild. I follow her on Twitter. She's a she's a delight to follow. She's a real cool lady. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's not as bad as I remember. It's a it's 
got that cheesy slasher. Some of the kills are a little goofy, but like, I kind of liked it. I, I like when they play around with the idea of like the Phantom of the Opera and kind of, I don't know, yeah. it's fun. It's cheesy, yeah, it, but fun. It, it, it had, it had a Pirates of the Caribbean with the, with the flags like, swooping True. down. <laughs> it was so much, it, there was just so much like, holy shit, bat moments to it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all right. It's it's. I enjoyed watching it again. Sure. <laughs> Joe. Um. So the first boob sighting is at the fourteen minute mark, and the second boob sighting is at the twenty nine minute mark. For all those keeping score at home. Um. Those <laughs> nice ventilation man. shafts. Actually, uh, boobs, we should do drum rolls for your boob shot uh, <laughs> countdown. Yeah. Um. Speaking of uh, boob shots, those ventilation shafts that they're walking through are huge. Oh, yeah, they were very big. I was like, my God, it's like another hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I like the fact that Ken, is it Ken Foree? Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, Ken Foree. Yeah, Ken Foree, Mm -hmm. I think. Foree. That he's got a cameo cameo in it. Yeah, he's good. Um, uh, Okay, here's what I don't get. Polly Shore somehow manages to figure out that they're playing subliminal messages under the music that's playing in the mall. Uh, and they're playing it under some um, Hawaiian music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which which I also found out uh, that Hawaiian music, they still play on SpongeBob today, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he, he undercovers this huge plot where they're doing subliminal messaging underneath the music they're piping in the mall. And nobody cared. Shouldn't that have been a big deal? Yeah, and he plays it for the girl, and just like, eh, who cares? Like, wait, call the cops, FCC, somebody, anybody. Well, also, there's no explanation for how that is under something, and you can actually hear it. Like, it's just people right. telling you shop, be nice to your thing. But like, yeah. how, what, what do you mean? Oh, that's your only explanation. It's under the music. Well, what? What do you mean? It's under the music. It's just under the music. Wait, where in the music? Let me put it under the music. That's all. It's it below is. the music. Yeah, it's Here's just below the music, the music and right underneath that. So if it's under the music, then messages. that means I can't hear it. No, nah, but but you can because it's subliminal. What does that mean? It's subliminal. It's getting into your brain. Yeah. Brain. And he's talking. And he's talking. Maybe to it really him. only. Maybe it really only affects Polly Shore. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. But I I thought that. <laughs> That guy, there was no point in bringing that up in the film if they weren't going to make a big deal out of it. But it was right. a totally yeah. missed plot point. Yeah, um, and he was telling a reporter, and then what does the reporter do? He pretends to steal something, uh, and then to make a security guard just run after him. Yeah. And it oh, was a I, huge five-minute chase. Can I say something just really quickly about the reporter? And if I'm like a reporter and I'm working and some dude comes with me, hey, dude, leave that girl alone, I'd be like, get that fuck away from me seriously right like i I, suddenly they're best friends i'm like really really okay that was dumb it's a dumb Um, movie but i I did i did have another question what was the motivation of the piano player to accost a girl in the parking lot he was Uh uh-huh perfectly answered guys thank you thank you for um, this is why i ask you guys for advice the piano player the guy in the white tux that's playing piano oh okay there's a scene before that where the girl gets accosted out in the parking lot and thank god the phantom of the mall is keeping an eye on things going on out there and he comes out there with a crossbow yeah and (laughs) shoots him shoots the 
the guy, the assailant in the, in his like shoulder. And the only reason we even know who it is, is like the next day, the piano players playing the piano to a bunch of mall patrons. And then he's like, Oh, I got to go to the bathroom and take a break. And he goes into the bathroom and he takes off his white coat. And all of a sudden you see that the, the blood was coming out from underneath his shirt from the wound that he had gotten from the bolt from the uh, crossbow from the day before. This is the same guy that then uses the toilet and gets a snake to bite him on the pee pee. Yeah. So <laughs> the Cobra, this is really, this plot is held together with Elmer's glue. Yeah. And no, it's, it's, yeah. it's terrible. Like the, wait, um, the snake, he just, <laughs> can you imagine he's like, well, somebody's going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to stick this snake under there as the snake's yep. going to be okay with that. Yeah. And thank God that, I put it in there right before a guy that I don't like uses the bathroom. It makes as much sense as people. the subliminal messaging. Like, well, okay, so right. it's it. Where, where do you put the snake? Well, you put him under here. What? Well, how do you get him under yeah. there? You put him under there. But how do you do that? You get him under there. That's the, that's <laughs> as far as they think. I, I would love so to this, be. I would love to be in the writer's room for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Trying to put all the one. post-it notes yeah. in the right order. I doubt so they had this, one. Yeah. <laughs> This one's the green plot line, and this one's the orange plot line. Let's go with A story and a B story. I doubt they yeah, did that. I don't that. think they did that. No. Nope. No. No. They didn't think uh, about that. But I did like their choice of bands at the end. They had the Vandals mm-hmm. playing Phantom in the Mall mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That was the highlight for me. Other than that, I thought it was dumb. Well, what about the Kung Fu, the, the karate scenes? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I did have a what note the about fuck? that. Um, in the 80s, most heroes, like if they're going to walk up behind a guy and tap him on the shoulder and, you know, be an assailant, they would tap him on the shoulder and punch him, you know, sucker punch him. Mm-hmm. Not our guy. He taps him on the shoulder and does a jumping, spinning back kick yeah. right in the choppers. And, and like it totally telegraphed to the, all oh, the fight scenes were Oh, they're it's awful. Great. Awful. awful. No, yeah. come on. Joe, they were great. Joe, that's not how you fight. That's how I fight. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what I do. Come on. Yes, yeah, James, you do boxing. Right yeah. I mean, Here, you can know. you turn around so I can tap you on the shoulder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I had some notes on this one, actually. Uh, nice. Actually, I, I forgot a note on Chopping Mall. My favorite line of Chopping Mall was, you smell like pepperoni. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're laying there in bed. <laughs> and he says to the girl, you smell like yeah. pepper- Like pepperoni. It just cuts to the scene. And he says that right off the bat. I'm like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, I don't know why he said it. He already had her in bed. Right. That's probably so why like he, he needed to build her up. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't know if it was a compliment, but. Um, I don't think anything's that's supposed the line to, I, I don't know. That's the line I use to get people in bed. Yeah. I don't think anything's <laughs> supposed to smell like pepperoni except for pepperoni. Um no. there's worse things you could smell like. That's no, true. Fan of okay, so with Phantom of the Mall, it, again, Sherman Oaks Galleria was what was used, same as sh- chopping same mall. mall. Yeah, same yeah. mall. And of course, this is no longer the the Sherman Oaks Galleria that we have now is not the same one because it, it was destroyed by the ninety four earthquake. So all of these stores and all of that uh, amazing 80s mall scenery is gone now. Uh, why didn't the killer get electrocuted when he rammed the forklift? And why didn't the power <laughs> go out throughout the entire building And when he did that? Like, he rams the guy into the power grid yeah. inside the building. 
strong enough to electrocute the guy. Why didn't he get electrocuted? He's driving the damn forklift that has its fork into the power. And then why didn't power go out all over the mall? Uh, the Omer circuit breaker. Uh, the yeah, owner's son right. could have pulled the rope off his head. Like the, 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 oh, he puts the, yeah, he puts the rope so on bad. the guy and then sticks it in the escalator. And he, it's almost like he has to fight to keep the rope on his head. <laughs> it's yeah. like you see the actor trying to keep it on. Um, right. That was a tremendous kill. That was that was fun to watch. Um, the, yeah. And, and that that actor is uh, from he's also in Friday 13th part six. He's the guy that was driving uh, RV. Yeah. Uh, uh, the worst, the, the worst car chase oh, scene yeah, ever yeah, yeah. in the, in the parking garage. It was the worst part car chase scene ever. Uh, Wait, and then, it wasn't and then you could see the wire on the girl's harness when she's up on the banner. You could yeah, see like yeah, the wire. It's like yeah. so yeah. obvious. <laughs> yeah. And, and not only that, but you could see the harness around her. <laughs> it's he like could. she's wearing a skirt, but there's a harness there. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, I had fun watching it, I, you know, but it was, it was bad. It was a bad movie, oh, yeah. but, but in a fun way, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, hence the title Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. I mean, right. yeah, it's, I mean, if you're going in there just for a good old time and uh, yeah. I had, I had a great time with it and uh, I'm Sit glad all of you guys mic, did. Mark. I'm Sit sorry. Closer. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad all you guys had a great time with the film, too. Yeah. Based off the title, I didn't go in expecting it to be like the next, you know. Right. Exorcist. No, no I wasn't expecting anything great, but it yeah. it it did uh, meet expectations quite well, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, guys. I've been waiting for this for a while. I think everyone else has. We're going to go Two into... Weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy-eight, uh, directed by who? George A. Romero. Um, during an escalation, escalating zombie epidemic, two Philadelphia SWAT team members, a traffic reporter, and his TV executive a girlfriend seek re- refuge in a secluded shopping mall. Um, this is a claimed sequel of Night of the Living Dead. Uh, during uh, research, I found out that this is supposed to be two weeks after Night of the Living Dead. Um, Tom Savini does the special effects. Um, I've seen this film plenty of times. Um, does it hold up? No. Do I still love it? Yes. I, I still love it, and I still uh, hold it near and dear to my heart. Um, just with the guerrilla shooting, just the backstories of how they shot it during night, and they had to clean up over and over again. I would have loved to work on this set, um, just just to be a fly on the wall, just to see them have a great time drinking beer, just making a movie. Um, I just love how it all transpires, you know, what the theme was with um, just social, uh, the social theme of it all. And uh, I, I just love this movie. Um, I'm going to go with Matt this time. Matt, what do uh, you think, man? I think it does hold up. I, I, I yeah. like this one a lot. I, I don't think it, 
you know, I mean, it's it's dated certainly, but I don't sure. think that means it doesn't hold up. Uh, no, and- no, no. I'm I'm sorry. I, I I it does hold up. And I'm I'm thinking with the special effects and the music doesn't really hold up. It kind of makes it cheesy. But uh, that, I love the that music. does. Yeah, I love the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I think it's definitely a a satire. You know, I mean, it's 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 got it's got way more humor to it than than most people uh, would be expecting. I think, and Mm -hmm. the the whole idea of these zombies trudging around the mall and having them, you know, not really be that much different from just people walking around the mall you know at the time that was that was a a big social statement as malls were coming into uh the the life of america of americans at the time uh i think it was i thought it was a great commentary on that and you know so it's it the acting it's low budget acting there's some spotty performances here and there uh but overall i i think it's just a brilliantly done uh take on on the zombie I mean, the zombies aren't particularly scary except for their numbers, you know, right. uh, they're, they're not, they don't move very well. And, and that, it, you know, they're, they're obviously been painted blue and, you know, it, it, it there, there are certain things like that, it, but I thought that the motorcycle gang at the end <laughs> just cracks me up and, yeah. and how they're toying with the zombies or whatever. Um, but I, I like this one. I, and I, I, it, it's hard to remake this one. And, and so I, I think, I think Zack Snyder did a good job or, or did the right thing in the choices he made. Didn't make it exactly the same, but uh, I don't want to yeah. get too far into that one, I guess, but uh, I, I like this. So I, I, you know, I've seen it several times and this was, I hadn't seen it for a while, so it was nice to revisit it. Yeah. Same with me. Um, with the, uh, with the, what you said about the blue uh, zombies, um, that was Tom Savini's choice. Uh, he he uh, had them gray. He picked, he had to make up gray, and then but the yeah. camera showed him up with blue, and he he said that was like his biggest regret because he wanted the gray to resemble Night of the Living Dead, and uh-huh. it just backfired on him. So uh, that was on Tom Savini, but that that was his uh, biggest regret. But Tom Savini, uh, I thought, did great with the special effects. Anyways. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah, just the don't, guts I mean, look great, you know, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like there's some shots you can see the zombies where they don't even bother, like, getting the back of the neck. You, neck. you can see just, like, you know, it's, it's it was just a guerrilla-style, you know, shooting. It's just, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a freaking masterpiece. It really is. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, they pay, paid homage to it in Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. the whole idea of zombies not being a whole lot different from people just heading to work and kind of going through their lives, you know? Yeah. 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 And it, I mean, if, if there was any zombie apocalypse, that's the zombie apocalypse I want to deal with. Not the running zombies. That's the deal. I, cause I, I think I could last three months in that apocalypse. But uh, James, what'd you think? Uh, it's a masterpiece. I mean, I've, I yep. have the special edition with all the versions on it. I, I, I would definitely go with Matt. I, I think there's what makes this film work is not only the humor but the heart. There's so many. Look with with Romero, especially his um, that that series. He had the gift of 
you kind of don't the zombies aren't really the villains here it's the the humanity is kind of the villain and the I think that this movie does this beautifully. I think there's a, the, the moment where the girls just seeing the guy and they're just, they're human beings. They're lost. And I think it's, Romero was a master at this. He really was. And I, I think this is a profoundly beautiful film. I mean, yeah, the, the effects don't hold up like they, they, a lot of some, some stuff from that era, but man, is it a beautifully made movie. And I, I like the fact that it's kind of guerrilla filmmaking. I like the fact that it feels kind of dirty and gritty. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, there will be only one Romero. And that's... Mm, um, what an amazing man. What an amazing filmmaker. And I, I'm... Yeah, I'm a fan. So I, I love this film very, very, very much. And uh, lo and behold, um, I, waited, I, I waited for Jay, uh, Joe to be uh, last on this because... This is Joe's first uh, viewing of this film, and mm. that's fine. And mm. it's because there's thousands of horror movies, and there's I I've I remember giving Joe a lot of shit for he that he never saw American Werewolf in London. I did the all rights thing, and you know what? It, it was at the beginning when I was on it. I'm telling you right now, there are horror films that I haven't seen either that are on people's lists. That is like, are, how have you not seen this? There's thousands. That's what's so great about this genre. Mm -hmm. So I am so curious. Joe. So as Mark pointed out, I have a very interesting perspective on this film because I saw the remake first, mm. which, which is great. I absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm comparing it backwards to that movie. Um, so did I like Dawn of the Dead, 1978? Not really. Um, do I respect it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's because I have this tainted worldview that Zack Snyder uh, did such a great job, in my opinion, of making that mall zombie movie that that's the bar now for me. So now when I see Romero's version, it's not as strong. Uh, but like I said, I do want to point out do I respect it? Absolutely. Um, I agree with all your guys' comments, the type of filmmaking, how they had to make it, uh, the gorilla, yeah, the whole nine yards. I completely agree and I understand. Um, Mark, you had said you'd wanted to be in this, by the way. The extras, I found out, um, if you were an extra in the film, you got a $1 in cash, a donut, and a Dawn of the Dead T-shirt yeah. for being in the film. Yeah. So I would have done it. Which, I would have done it. In oh, I, I totally oh would have done God. it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I thought uh, one of my uh, criticisms about this film is I think it's too long. I think there's lots of things that could have been cut off, uh, and a lot of them are like right off the bat. The arguing. Uh, you, did you what, watch it on YouTube? Mm, yeah which one which version did you watch because there there's is two versions there's there's more than that there's and there's four, one that takes well there's one on youtube that takes all the versions and puts all of the scenes that aren't in each one puts them all in the same version which is what i watched and that's like two and a half hours long that's what i watched yeah oh, the, the okay. actual first version isn't that long no Okay. It's like a half hour I, short. The whole scene at the beginning with the, when they're in the uh, TV studios trying to report and mm -hmm. I have a note like um, 
haven't any of these professionals heard of quiet on the set, but just all the constant bickering going on. I'm like, can we just move along to where there's a zombie outbreak and we're in the middle of it? Yeah. The, the, um, the original version is just over two hours long and including credits and the, the version that I watched on there was all of those versions, the the missing cuts put together because uh, there's a Romero version. There's a producer. There's there's a bunch of versions. There's a. OK. Yeah. So, well, then that one. Yeah. Is so like I an extra had I watched hour. the original theater or theatrical release, I might have enjoyed this a little bit more. Mm. Um, I do think it's funny. The um, some of the zombies that they're and I, I realize they're they're doing this just conveyor belt like makeup wise yeah. trying to get zombie after sure. zombie and try to make one guy look different from another we got one guy in a sombrero we got another guy who's <laughs> testing his blood pressure in the middle of a zombie apocalypse why <laughs> i don't know Romero probably approved it though so go ahead and do that that's great um yeah i i also i didn't understand the motivation of uh again uh what was his name the Black guy who I just couldn't pronounce his name last time. Anyway, yes. Um, I didn't understand the motivation of him not wanting to escape. Um, Oh, at the end? Helicopters on the, yeah, helicopters on the roof. She had plenty of time. She could have got, all they had to do was climb up the ladder, close the lid and run to the helicopter. And they both would have been fine. I realized that him not going with her creates yet another level of intensity like oh my god what's going to happen to him is he going to live is he going to die but you know you kind of know he's going to change his mind so eh, let's just get to it i thought uh, having that ending scene more of a nail biter like the zombies are just really close behind them would have been a much more uh tense filled scene for me uh than the ending that i did see but you know that's that's just me i'm not a director <laughs> Anybody else? Um, I think we all did. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think just we, asking. I, yeah, I think yeah. we we all talked. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know. I'm just asking. Anybody else had had anything else to say? Just okay. said. I no. think it's. I, 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 Joe. I, I think I kind of understand too. Like, I think there's a when you see a movie, oftentimes a cult classic, like you know something that's well respected. Years later, 20, 30, 40 years later. Oftentimes it doesn't have the same impact. You don't have the memories of it. And and I think that could be why, you know, it's perfectly fair that you would, you would feel more comfortable with Zack Snyder's version as opposed to, and that, so that makes sense. It's totally fair, but at least and I, you respect And it. I get it. There are, yeah, there are movies that I saw when I grew up as a kid that I just thought, oh my God, that's tremendous. Yeah. And like, everybody's got to see this. Um, Tron is a great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tr- you know, Tron Legacy uh, graphics wise just blows it out of the water. And you know, I go back and I watch Tron, I still love it. Is it anywhere near as good as the new one story-wise? No. Yeah, but graphics-wise yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Um yeah, so I mean, I I get it. Um yeah, I just like I said, I had a, and it, that's a, actually a really good um, example because had I seen Tron Legacy first, and then said, "Oh, I want to go back and watch the original," yeah, that would have been just heartbreaking, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
This is why who wore it better. Um, so the next one is Dawn of the Dead, 2004, directed by Zack Snyder, um, starring Sarah Polly, Bing Rames, uh, Jake Weber. Um, this uh, remake reimagines the zombie cult classic by a bigger budget, running zombies, um, and better special effects. But is this remake better than the original? Now, me having already seen the 1978 classic called classic uh, Dawn of the Dead. And then me going into the movie theater with my brother to see the remake. I was, I walked out of the theater just going, Oh my God, I think they did it better. It's better. It's just better. And that's just my first reaction. Now that I go back, I'm just going, well, shit, did they make it better? It's just a better made film. It's just, you know, they have the budget. They have more money. They have, you know, the acting's better. So do I enjoy um, Zack Snyder's uh, remake more than the original? I do. I do. I fucking love this remake. I love Zack Snyder's uh, Dawn of the Dead. I think it's great. I love the beginning of it with Johnny Cash. I mean, the opening credit titles is phenomenal and just how like chaos just happens and they do it all within you know two minutes just before even the the title comes up when you have sarah polly as a nurse and it's just happening and there's this tension that's just rising and she's just missing what's you know going on in the world little by little and when she you know just falls you know in you know to sleep in her husband's arm or her boyfriend's arms and then it just happens with the little girl. I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal how Zack Snyder just amped it up to a level 11, in my opinion, when she just crashes into the bathroom, into the tub, and she's crawling out. And, you know, the neighbor's going, get back, get back, you know, and then gets hit by the ambulance. It was just wonderful. It's just the whole beginning of that just set it off, and it just never really stopped. And, uh, yeah, I, I just love this film. I really do. Joe, I'm going to start with you this, uh, this time first. What do you think? Okay. Loved it. Yeah. Can't see it enough. I've watched it probably 300 times. Huh. Um, I do want to point out with the whole music thing. Uh, yes. Man Comes Around, Johnny Cash, fantastic song. When the uh, when our, our, our crew of heroes um, throw that toilet through the glass wall so that they can walk out into the uh, bigger area of the mall. Um, there's a Muzak version of Don't Worry, Be Happy being played, which I think is hilarious. Um, and then, of course, one of my favorites, uh, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine version of Down with the Sickness yeah. is in that show, which is also tremendous. Um, yeah, I just I love the music in it. He did a great job picking that stuff. I, I agree with Mark. I like running zombies. This was terrifying. This is the first time I'd seen this. Uh, I also really love the fact that he hired amputees to play some of these zombies. It gave it a really neat twist on what they could do with practical effects and makeup on it. Um, I, I will. Well, and then you've got a cameo by Tom Savini and Ken Faree. Um, the, the morning shot, like the first 20 minutes of the movie, like Mark said, that chaos in the morning. I loved that. I needed that. That's that shot in the arm that gets your adrenaline pumping for 
throwing me the viewer into that scene and I'm on the ride. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm riding shotgun, no pun intended along with her in that morning yeah. uh, to get the hell away from her rabid husband. Um, Just with that band yeah. coming in and, and, and uh, hitting the car and runs and like slams into the gas station front with that and above, the giant explosion, the giant explosion, bird's Just, eye view. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it is, I, I consider this movie a realist, a realistic depiction for an unrealistic scenario. Mm. Uh, this is a lot of the things that they do in this movie are things that I would find myself doing, except I would never leave that mall. There's no way I would get on a boat. Absolutely not. That's like the worst thing you could do. And it, and I was right, you know, but right. stay in the mall. Yeah. But stay in the mall. I mean, of course they were running out of food and I, I hated that girl. Uh, running after that dog drove me insane but you know there are That's people Darwinism. like that yeah it go. is yep james yeah um i i uh i, I prefer romero's simply put mm-hmm. i will say that uh because it has more an impact on me i think it had more social awareness i th- thought it was a more important film i guess you could say that sounds kind of pretentious but that's the way i see it but with that said i really like this movie i mean this is a great this is a, if you're going to do a remake of something like dawn of the dead don't be like gus van zandt and do a psycho remake that's shot for shot yeah. do something original Jeez, do something unique do and i'm not a big fan of the running zombies because that's bullshit if your body's dead and you're not going to be running that's stupid that makes no sense but with that said that's a long dumb conversation that movie fans were having a long time ago i don't care um but it works well the the crawling zombie the the climbing zombie that was crazy um the cast is great sarah polly who is now you know an acclaimed director she's a wonderful filmmaker um wonderful actress uh she's fantastic in this movie uh they uh I really uh, Jake Weber is very good. This is a good Kevin Rames. This is a good film, and it's a. It, I think this is still one of Zack Snyder's best works. It's it's very tight and very concise, and it's it, it gets the job done. It's a smart see, smart remake that I, I. It's a shame I would have loved to have seen a sequel to that. I would have loved to have seen what he could do with yeah. Day of the Dead. That would have been interesting. Yeah, this this mm-hmm. film made a good amount of money, and it yeah. never got a sequel. And I don't know why. Don't know why. Also, um, uh, George A. Romero uh, saw this film and he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. He he thought it was great. Well, because it was a it was different great. take. It wasn't yeah. the same freaking movie. It was a very different take and a very unique look at it. Still had the still had the relevance. Still was interesting and still a great film. So sure. certainly, yeah, definitely one of the best remakes I've seen in you know in horror for sure. Yeah, Mr. Matthew, speak. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Jimmy. I, I like I prefer the Romero version to the, this, but it's very polished, uh, almost a little too polished for my taste. But yeah. uh, and I and I do see a lot of the color uh, LUTs being used in it too, like kind of a everything's green in parts, and and uh, and and some of that bugs me. But it wasn't as as uh, prevalent back in those days. I think he he was trying new stuff. Uh, the running zombies was not started by this movie, by the way. No, and I, and that, when I first later. saw it, uh, I, 
I was kind of turned off by this movie. I, I liked it a little better this time or a lot better this time. Uh, when I first saw it in the theaters, I was kind of turned off by it because I felt like they were just jumping on the 28 days later yeah. bandwagon. And I'm not a huge fan of running zombies either. Uh, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of, but, but to say, having said that, I'm not a huge fan of zombie movies except for, what a couple of Romero's like night of the living dead. I like, I like Dawn of the dead and I like, uh, I think it was city of the dead that came out. I like Shaun of the dead. Yeah. But that's a comedy more than anything, but no, but uh, did you like day of the dead, Matt? Uh, I'm not as big on day of the dead, but I've only, I hadn't seen it in a long time. So I, I I would like to do a Romero, uh, theme at some yeah, point we should um, we should one of us yeah. yeah uh but it's it's very polished it's very uh almost michael bay in some ways and and it looks great um but uh it, now that'd be interesting a michael bay a michael ba- yeah. oh, jesus well Christ. i think this is <laughs> this basically yeah. is a michael bay not movie. really yeah i mean it's got the look i mean, it's got, I mean it, it definitely looks saying great. michael bay you know ask is netflix is one hugely tista oh the uh oh shoot yeah oh Sur- no Sur- i told you guys to watch army it, of the man. dead Army yeah, of Army of the Dead. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys didn't want to be that's more Michael that, Bay. That seems well, more like one hundred percent Michael Bay. That was yeah. Zack Snyder too, right? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. yeah, yes. it was. Not a fan. I was so uh, pumped for that movie, and it, and it did not do. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't care for that Fuck. one, but it, I, I felt every single shot was like a shallow depth of field where the somebody would be in the foreground. Uh, completely in focus and everything behind them completely out of focus. It, it was just drove me crazy some of that stuff but and and i'm a little bit iffy i'm a little uh up and down on on zack snyder anyway but um but Same. you know this is i think this is an entertaining movie i don't think like like you said jimmy i don't think it's as impactful as the original or or as important to film or horror as the original it's just an entertainment and there's nothing wrong with that nothing. and that and you know if he were to try to do i would have liked to have seen him update some of the social commentary to something that would have been um more uh appropriate for that time period yeah 2009 you know but he didn't he chose not to he chose to it basically to be an action movie and 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 he did a great job uh so and the action sequences were really well done and it looks really good good cast you know it's just one of those that cj was great in it um what was that actors what yeah the the guy from house of cards he was the Head yes. of the security yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. Love He's CJ. Great. He's great. Uh yeah. So but yeah, another this was a good pick, Joe or Mark. Yeah. All of your I th- I think all of your picks were entertaining at least. Yeah. Thanks. You know? Good even, stuff. Mark. Even even a fan of the mall, Eric's Revenge was entertaining to make fun of. We could have done a great riff tracks thing on that one. Yeah, I, I, I just so you know, I watched all these films before I went in i didn't go blind on any of these i just didn't pick anything i went i watched them all I was going you know what i think i think i'm okay here it looks like i'm okay if anybody's interested i this isn't riff tracks but there's another podcast uh called how did this get made mm-hmm. with paul Shearer and jason manzukis oh and, i listened to uh, that yeah um and june diane rayfield 
uh, they did a uh, podcast of Chopping Mall. Oh. Where they just sort of rip that movie from beginning to end, oh. and it was quite entertaining. So, oh, I have to listen to that one. Hmm. And cool. we're we're are we doing a commentary soon? Or well, we've talked about it. You know, we're, we've talked. Yeah, we'll, about we'll it. figure it out. All we right, no dates. Yeah, we we don't no have no dates. No dates. Yeah. Uh, but don't want to uh, jump the gun like a blog or anything. But Mark, I think this is probably your best pick in a while so wow best one of the year Mark. best one of the year for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, best. sure. your I mean, best so uh ladies and gentlemen we have something uh, very special this next episode and it, we have a fan Catherine haran who is who is very interactive with our uh with our group on Facebook and, and everything. So we are granting her a pick. We, we were originally going to take away Mark super fan Mark's pick and give it to her, but we, Joe and, and Jimmy and I both, we were all feeling bad for the kids. So I, uh, I was willing to give offer it too. I, believe. I know, and, but we didn't want Thank to do you it. Very so much. we thought, why give her, we, you know, we don't need to do that. We can mm. just give her a pick instead and and not take it away from anyone and so we have uh catherine recorded her picks so here i'm going to play them for you so you can uh write down what she is uh picking i think oh we get to hear yeah yeah she's got a pretty fun theme here so here we go hello i'm cinescare fan catherine haran and it is my honor to bring to you these picks for the next episode i call it bringing home the bacon First, we have the original Friday the 13th, streaming on Amazon Prime. Then we have the 1990 classic Tremors, streaming on Tubi. Next is Stir of Echoes, also on Tubi. Then a fun take on the Invisible Man story with Hollow Man, streaming on HBO Max. Nice. Then a couple newer movies, You Should Have Left, and They Slash Them, both on Peacock. It's time to cut loose with some Kevin Bacon horror. And and her name for this theme <laughs> is Bringing Home the Bacon, which the I bacon. absolutely love. Lovely. Uh, so, so these are some you good know, picks. I, this could be I'm going to be out of a job. I got to say, I'm I'm already in. You know, we're trained professionals. So right. We do this week after week. Yeah. I was I was a little leery about you know opening this up to you know just anybody. But yeah. She's already knocked it out of the park. I know. You know. Yeah. Great pick. Well, Stir of Echoes is. I haven't. Oh, I haven't oh, watched. Yeah. I haven't watched Stir of Echoes so in a long good. time too. So and it's a great yeah. movie. Love underrated that. film. Yeah. Really. I've underrated. never yeah. seen yeah. it. <gasps> I've never seen it. Oh. And I have a friend who is actually an extra in that film. Oh wow! Yeah, it was shot in Chicago. Oh well, yeah, that's Ooh. right. It was. It, it was shot in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got I got a friend that's actually in it. She's a drunk yeah. girl. Uh, I guess tripping down the stairs at the beginning of the film. Oh, Bro, oh nice! You have to point it out to yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I still haven't seen the film. She's going. Oh yeah, I was in that film. I was like, fuck, really? That's I cool. haven't seen it since it first came out. Me and neither. I, and I. And it was one that I loved when I saw it. And I just, you know, normally I would go back and revisit it at some point, like during a Shocktober or something. And I never have. So I'm excited to watch that. And then the two new ones, what was the Haven't first? Haven't seen those. The, what was the first one? Uh, Friday the 13th and, was the first one. And no, no, the, uh, the, the new ones. ones. Uh, it, it, w- they, uh, them. 
something yeah. we are still here. What, what I've seen. Yeah. It. I've actually. What was the other one? I did the junket for this one? What is I don't know. Dude, she was thought, talking too fast. I couldn't oh, keep you up. Were looking down at something. Hold on. Hold on. I was trying to. I was trying to write it down. I was. I was going Friday Thirteen Tremors. Yeah, I got Stir of E, and then I got Hollow Man. Got it. We got it. You got it. We're good. Yeah. What? The fuck? You should have left. You should have left. Mark, could you repeat your list again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah, so it, it was right. Get the fuck out of here. Get the Thank fuck you, out of here, bitch. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's my if you want me to shut up, just keep playing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know what to do now. It's like squirting him with a water bottle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like a, a fucking dog. Water, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so we are very excited about these picks, Catherine. We can't wait. And Catherine is going to join us next episode uh, yeah. to talk about these movies. So nice. that'll yeah, be. She's she's running the show. She's running the yeah, show. She's yeah. Running wow. the show. yeah. We'll is be... there going to be a trivia? If she does a trivia, I swear to God, do not corrupt her. I swear to God. Oh, my God. Not Kevin Bacon trivia. trivia. Oh, yeah. Let's do like a Kevin oh, Bacon oh, trivia. Oh, wait, Just... wait, 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 wait. We got it. We'll call it Bacon Bits. Uh, <laughs> Matt, where's my drum roll or my yeah? Oh. Bacon bits. Did did you just do that off the like top it's of your head? Right, yeah, it's like an affliction. Oh. Here got fucking doctors, gem, Joe. Doctors are looking into it. Right well, you know, now. everything funny. goes better with bacon. So there you go. Look yeah, at us. Yeah. Look at us all sure. perk Always up and after bacon. you know yeah. talking about Catherine and all that. It's like yeah. let's keep going. Let's keep talking. Wait, this is gonna be a great episode. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. What? I I, th- I thought it was. There's always room for Jello, yeah, yeah. not bacon. Bacon makes yeah. everything better. Doesn't work. Yeah. We'll just go back to bacon bits. Yeah, bacon bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jello, Bill Cosby. You, you want to get away from that? All right. Uh, well, I guess that is it for this week. Please go to www.cinescarehorror.com. We have merchandise on there that Joe, the beloved Joe Jans, designed a couple of years ago, uh, and it. Uh, it's still there waiting for you to buy it. It's been waiting there, this merchandise for quite some Waits time. there every day. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's like, is someone going to buy me today? We should get one of those, make one of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials for our merchandise. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark's got a, a shower curtain that's right now <laughs> hanging behind him on his wall. I sewed it. Posters. It looks good guys. Yeah. It looks fantastic. And, uh, but yeah, I love it. Joe, we should do a, a Sarah McLaughlin commercial with our merchandise, but you know, that, what is it? Arms of the Angels or, or Angel. whatever? Honey. It's called Angel. I, Angel. Yeah. I know that yeah. song really well. I love Sarah yeah. yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. So Fuck in this off. commercial, Jimmy will play uh, her part. Yes, I will. Yeah. Yes. What What? What the hell is Brian, a friend of the show, Brian going to think about this? He's going to uh, flip out. Well, I don't know. We'll have to talk to him when we play him in Dead by Daylight. We'll talk to him about Tommy it. Tommy Butter? Yeah. yeah. Tommy yeah, Butter? If he ever, yeah, if he ever accepts my friend request, the yeah. coward. Oh, yeah. Coward. Oh, he hasn't even accepted yet. Brian. Wow, he doesn't like you. you. Brian, oh, what God. the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I hate you. Actually, Brian, sister, this is why. why Brian's not on the show. My sister yeah, exactly. just downloaded down, Dead by Daylight. She wants to, to join us sometime when we're playing. So. All right. I'll fucking download it. They, but you'll be so surprised when you uh, see my uh, my name, what it is. What is it? Footlong Mark? No, no <laughs> Cemetery 72. Wow. Like at Pet Cemetery with the S. Oh. And I've had it for over right. I am so 15 years. <laughs> that, no, that, no, I, I swear to God, it's been like this. 
That no. is shocking. No, no, it's seriously, it, it's been like that for like fifteen years. Uh, I hard, I it's hard for me to believe it. And I'm, and and I'm, when I'm playing, and I start trolling like people and all that. Squirt, 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 squirt. All right, thank you, everyone. We will. That is it for this time. We will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. I swear to God, the fucking text.